This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. We've got a lot to get to today. We'll start looking forward to the games we love here. NFL Week 10. We'll finalize our same game parlay for the Ravens and the Dolphins. Uh, That's all coming up. Some college football. Baldy later in the show. But right now, we have to have Aaron Hawksworth take us off the board. It's time for Aaron Hawksworth to take us off the board on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I might be a little scared if I were Mac Jones this morning because Carolina Panthers defensive end Brian Burns, he isn't buying the rookie's explanation that the Patriots quarterback was trying to tackle and not injure him after a sack on Sunday. So... He all but put a target on his back by saying uh, Brian Burns wishes NFL defensive ends happy hunting versus Mac Jones. So I like Joe G's um, theory on this, that maybe something happened between these two and that's why Mac Jones did this. Or is Mac Jones just the sneaky, dirty player that we don't know about yet? What do you guys think's going on here? It's just weird. Like I don't look at Mac Jones as the type of guy that would do this. It was, I mean, it looked like Shawn Michaels or like Bret Hart putting someone in a submission move back in the old school WWF. Like what was that? He's trying to break the guy's ankle. So my theory is that maybe at some point earlier in the game, Burns did something that the refs didn't catch, right? He went and hit him. He put an elbow in, like something to, to make Mac Jones upset. And this was kind of like payback because yesterday Mac Jones was given a chance to apologize and he just didn't do it. He just blew it off. So he doesn't care what he did. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, what do we like better? What, what storyline's better? Mac Jones is a dirty player or Burns had it coming? I, I guess Mac Jones being a dirty player is funnier in this whole thing. It, it was like wrestling. It, it was hilarious. Oh, but you missed yesterday. Um, did you know that Erin Hawksworth was the British Bulldog when she was wrestling <laughs> as a child? I don't know. He was Wait, my I'm, favorite. I'm missing doing British Bulldog talk on the show. You guys got to tell me that in advance. I mean, I, I've got my Bret Hart book in the other room. I could go and The way we did off the board for the you know, entire three hours and just threw the rundown away. You know, I, I loved Bret Hart when I was a kid, too. But the more I've I've watched with the documentary yeah. doc, docs and all that, I'm like, he sucked. He was so boring. Why didn't I see that as a child? I don't yeah. you know. He was a great tactician, but he was boring. Bulldog. He was so boring. So boring. No personality. Get out of here. Fred Hart's British Fred Bulldog. Hart. What is a British Bulldog doing <laughs> oh, now? He was amazing. <laughs> he was look great. This, look at this guy. Oh, you can't really see it. <laughs> we can't see if you lift your laptop up. Uh, I pulled a picture up. My my son doesn't even watch wrestling, and all him and his friends do is they they turn on with Alexa the John Cena theme song, and they start doing Cena Cena moves. You can't. Oh, see Oh, I love that. That's fun. <laughs> it's hilarious. 
I don't remember where we were on any of this. Oh, Mac Jones. Yeah, I know. I saw some people uh, defending him, saying that he thought Burns had the ball. That was not the case at all. I don't no know chance. if the, is there a unity with pass rushers across the league? That's what I was wondering after uh, seeing what Burns had to say. Where oh yeah, you went after one of our guys. Like they're not teammates. I don't know if that's there's a quarterback fraternity, but is there one with pass rushers? I've I've never even considered that. Yeah, I, I never did either. I mean, I guess maybe if a guy went to the same school, like Burns well, Burns was a Florida State kid. Miles um, Garrett obviously was not a Florida State kid. I I don't know. Uh, I, we'll see on Sunday when they take on the Browns. I mean, I will be watching now when there's pressure on Mac Jones just to see if anyone crosses Mac Jones or are they afraid now? Like, you didn't want to be put in the submission hold by oh, Bret Hart. Could be afraid <laughs> of Mac Jones. Mac Jones putting fear in the opponent now. This is a development I didn't expect this season. I love it. All right, so speaking of fear, I'm terrified to pronounce some of these next names. We have a college no. basketball all-named team. Um, our producer, Zach Kroll, found this for us. So this, these are some of the, um, I guess, most interesting names in college basketball. So the first team all-named, should we start there? Or Let's should we it. work our way up? Well, you, you tell so who made name. who made this is not our list. Who made this list? Do we uh, know Zach? I don't know. I just have a graphic here. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, I can find you guys the official name in one second. Okay. Okay. I just I'm I'm concerned about getting in trouble with the FCC with some of these names. Like these are well, these are names. Like, names. But if these they're are names, they're names. Right. Okay. That's how we. Can oh, get away you're with saying it. you want you want to make sure they're real names before we say them on the air? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of. I just need to double check because I'm not Do in we need on the, to stay the Florida away from A&M this? depth chart. No, 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 no. No, most of them are good. Just, just right. a couple that I'm Let me about. First team all name, Adonis Arms, Mr. Goodlow, Wooga Poplar, Legend <laughs> Stamps, Love and Foster, Foster Wonders. Fo- you Southern Illinois, for Foster Wonders. Of the first team... Wooga Poplar's got to be the, the play, right? Yeah, I'm going to bet like, on Miami many times this year just because. I just I need Florida, Florida and A&M in the tournament just so legend stamps can go off in a big game. Like, that. that's what I need in March. What a USC, great name. USC Upstate is a school? Never heard of it. Neither what have I. That? Uh, okay, let's, let's go to the second team. There's a couple favorites. I, like. I love this guy. Boo Booey. Dane Daneha, Ludgy I mean, Debo. What is that? Dane Kimo Ferrari. Ferrari is a great last name. Sir Isaac Heron. That is the name. best. Yeah, that's a name. Sir Isaac Heron from Oral Roberts. That's a name. Yes. So oh, I, I have friend issues. Ben Heron. I wonder if he's related to Sir Isaac Heron. I have issue with Dane Daneha's uh, parents here. <laughs> the name is spelled. The last name is D A I N J A. So they shortened. Or is it danger? Is it danger? Like you're in danger? 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 Not... Danger? Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, they made I believe it... it's pronounced Dane Dania. Hmm. So, okay. but but so you've got the last name Dania, and we're gonna call you Dane? Like, that's silly. Dane Dane. Dane Dania. Dane Dania. I'm just going Dane Dane, like like That's Bam Bam, it's but it's Dane. Yes. Dane. Uh, Joji, can you say the Loyola Mar- Maryland 
uh, forward on the third team. Third team. Uh, that would Loyola. be uh, yeah, Golden Dyke from the uh, Loyola Maryland team. <laughs> this is these names are incredible. Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler. Hmm. Churchill Bounds. Churchill Bounds. Is oh, one. that's good. That's good. Also, G- Golden is a big kid, by the way. I just looked him up. <laughs> Golden 6'10". Like, that That guy, I- I've never watched him play, obviously, but it looks like he can play, and, and he could probably could rebound a little bit. He's- he is a six. I mean, he's a real 6'10", too. I don't think he's just listed there. I mean, there's these names are wild. San Antonio Brinson. So I think Supreme Cook from Fairfield is my favorite name. It just sounds like we're calling someone a really good chef. Supreme Cook. He's number one. Weza Panzo? Not, I think not Weza, because it's one E. Weza Panzo from Stetson. Tucson Redding from Moorhead State. Flo Thamba from Baylor. Baylor's got some real names. I see Baylor uh, on this like five times. Yeah. Between Langston Love and Flo Thamba. <laughs> and Dane Danger. The fact that we're doing this now makes it fun because you know you know what happens every year. The tournament starts. We're watching that first day, and there's so many players that you've never heard their name. Right? You might have the game mm-hmm. on in the background during the season, but yeah. then you're like, what did he just say? And I'm going to remember all these names now. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I know those guys. We talked about them. We're ahead of the curve. We're getting people ready for March. Yes. Uh, Aaron, did we have <laughs> we had this one, one more story that, uh, yeah. so that we were talking about? So a man... About? claims that he paid off student loans by eating 2,000 meals at Six Flags over seven years. Now, okay, so this is in New Jersey, I imagine, right? Because this is from NJ.com, Six Flags. I used yeah. to live, uh, before we moved from New Jersey to, to Pennsylvania, I lived five minutes from Six Flags. Like, I was down the road. Like, the traffic in the summer would be terrible, like, if I left my house one way, because just that's where everyone was going. You know, the tour- attraction, tourist attraction. Oh. Here's my question. And I didn't dive into this. Maybe one of you did, so you know. Did he work there? No, No. listen. I wanted to explain this. He has spent, so you pay 150 bucks. It's an annual fee for unlimited year-round access, which includes parking and two meals per day. Yep. That is a hell of a deal. I feel like I spend more than $150 a week on food. This guy, for one month, oh, one year. For one year? Yes, for one year, for one whole, as long as they're wow, open. I more mean, people it's a seasonal pass. This. It's like their quote unquote seasons pass. Yeah, so they're not open. I don't believe in the winter time. It's a sea. It's a, it's an amusement park, right? Like my man doesn't outside. even need. My man doesn't even need. But to what get if a you live in a warm the next climate? Day. This he is just... in California. I oh, think I drove California. by this one. Yeah. Okay. I've well, seen then this you know one. what? Then this pro- Well, this is. I, I have to I have to give this guy some credit. He's game the system here. Because the rest of us think amusement park yearly pass. We're thinking about rides. This guy's getting lunch out of the deal. He said his only food options the first year were a burger and fries, pizza and breadsticks, or a sandwich and refillable soda cup. Eating theme park food twice a day wasn't healthy at all, which was rough. Three or four lunches a week he did in later years. So this is from a couple years ago. There's a guy doing this right now on TikTok, too. Like, I saw this a couple weeks ago. There's a guy doing it right now, and he goes. And if you look up, like, Six Flags, flags, their catalog for food has expanded a lot. Like, there's actual restaurants and stuff in there. Like, granted, they're chain, like, fast food casual, like like a Culver's or Chipotle adjacent. But they're like that now. So there's a guy doing it right now on TikTok who catalogs it, like, every day. Jake, wow. is this your way of saying you've considered this? 
No, because the nearest just, Six Flags to me is like an hour away, and I do not own a car. Okay. Yeah, I like that it's about the the distance of Six Flags and not the idea of you know eating at Six Flags. Oh, I would absolutely. Try I wonder it. what his coworkers thought. Hey, I'm going on my lunch break to Six Flags. I'll be right back with my fries and pizza. But it's not a but, lunch break. If he's eating multiple meals, it's his life. This is where he basically lives. But right. he said his office is five minutes from Six Flags. You know what? I give this guy a lot of credit. That's yeah, he's smart. When you go to that place, like we have one, like Jake said, uh, northern suburbs. It's a long walk from the parking to get inside to then go to the food area, the food court. Like this guy, yeah, it's not healthy. I park in handicap and run right to the vendor. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna get some reaction to that one. Uh, But like, he's probably walking. 20,000 steps a day doing this, though. So he probably burned yeah. a lot of it off. Can you walk <laughs> into Six Flags, go get food, and not go on a ride? I, I think that's impossible. No, I think he went on at least a couple of rides a week. I mean, there's, there's no other way to do it. Joe Ojoji, Aaron Hawksford, Becky Daily, presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook College Football Come next hour, and we'll look at the games we like for Week 10 in the NFL next.